0: Hello, I'm Phil Svitek 360, creative coach, and welcome to my blog, where it's both my pleasure and my mission to highlight my creative journey in hopes of inspiring you, giving you specific takeaways, all so that yours can be a little bit easier. Now, before I get into things, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you already were, and thank you if you just did. It truly does mean a lot to me. As I hope it does to you. So, right off the bat, I guess I should say, welcome back, <laughs> for you and for me. It's been it's been about a two week hiatus for me, and uh, that doesn't mean I was on vacation. I was just not doing uh, these shows, and the reason for that is because I was working extremely hard to finish a script and get started with pre-production for another feature film that I want to make. This one to film in Bogota, Colombia. And uh, if you're wondering about more information about what that project specifically is, I, I will be launching an Indiegogo for that. The link is in the description so you can check it out. And if you would be so kind, make a financial contribution or at the very least share it with friends and family. Now, you know, one of the things that kept happening in, in, um, as I was trying to finish the script, I was desperately just trying to get to a place where the script was done. And, uh, you know, I had called my friend John Comerford, who's an incredible script doctor, a screenwriter as well, and so forth, and I said to him, hey, I keep getting stuck at around page 80 because I know the changes. Um, you know I, know, I know that there's things that I need to change pre-page 80, That will affect ultimately the last, you know, 10 or 15, 20, whatever it is, pages. And I was like, you know, should I send you what I have uh, regardless of the page count or should I just put something to paper? And he's like, just send it to me regardless of page count, you know, uh, and we can figure out the ending, uh, you know, as it goes. And I was like, okay, cool. But I still challenged myself. Like, it was good to know that in the back of my head, but I challenged myself and I was able to get through it, and the, the script ended up being about 91 pages. So I was like, okay, cool. So I sent that to him. I sent it to the actors because I finally wanted them to be able to see, okay, what is this thing? You know, what what is, you know, regardless of the quality of the script, I just wanted them to at least see the direction of it rather than me just talking about it in nebulous terms. And, you know, overall, not bad, you know, um... Of course, lots of changes need to be made between now and filming. But I had this this past Friday, I had an incredible meeting with John about the stuff that was working and the stuff that needed to be strengthened. And, you know, so I'm already in the revision phase. I'm about 25 pages in terms of the revision. Um, and, you know, at least as of now, uh, it's working pretty well. You know, the, the changes that we decided to address in terms of, okay, this, these, this will strengthen the story that I'm trying to tell. So, so far, so good um, in that sense. Uh, you know. And my game plan for that is to get through that pass um, by the end of this weekend and then send that to, Don, to, to John and he'll take his pass at it um, and give his notes and so forth. And the reason for that specifically is because I, uh, the cast and I have decided. Let's get together on June twenty sixth to then uh, to then uh, meet and do rehearsals um, and really kind of get started and, and you know really work the material. So I want to have uh, not this past script for them, but the new at least a newer draft of it, right? So that's that's kind of the Goal we're aiming for, and simultaneously, as this is all happening, you know, there's the creative side, and then there's the planning side, right? And so we had also a good meeting with uh, with the cast, right? So I met with all the cast members that that are tentative um, for this, and you know, it was a good meeting. It was. It was both we talked creatively we talked logistics and things like that and um a lot of good stuff came out of it and for me you know a lot of like what tends to happen is a lot of this stuff is in my head right uh and now it's just kind of like i was able to answer the questions that they had now it's about putting it to paper and so i'm almost uh putting together like this little what i'm calling a a guidebook right and it's going to be pretty comprehensive. I mean, it's already 32 pages and not that it's like, you know, a novel. Um, it's more like an actual travel guidebook. So it's, you know, broken up into all these various sections and there's a lot of white space and things like that. Um, but it just makes it easy for people to go and find the, 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 the answer to the question that they may have. And so that's another thing that I would have like to have um, sort of near completion So that way they see that by June 26th as well. And luckily I have some friends helping me along with that, Um, putting it together. You know, we just basically created a Google doc. Um, I put the major bullet points and then from there we're filling it in with subsections and the information that's needed. Um, So yeah, you know, that's kind of, we're moving forward in that realm. Um, One of the other things you know, I, I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier, but, uh, you know, I, I I always talked about doing a, a crowdfund for this one. Not that, you know, I'm I'm blessed enough where I can pay for it myself, you know, and, and that's not to say that, like, I have this endless amount of money. It's that I know how to stretch a dollar and make a movie for cheap. Um, but it would be nice to go a little bit above and beyond that, hence why I want to do the crowdfund. And, you know, I, I, I originally was going to do it in July... But, I, but uh, one of my friends, Ken Knapsock, he invited me onto uh, one of his shows, The Positivity Report, which I'll be doing tomorrow. And I just said, you know what, if I'm going to do this show, this, I, this is an opportunity to, you know, plug something, right? So let me have this thing ready to go uh, so that way when we talk and so forth, and it's not going to be me plugging the movie um for an hour no we're going to be talking about other things and you know my aim overall is to help but the idea is that if for 59 minutes i just can unload just amazing information for his audience something that that's that they can take away with and and utilize then that one minute that i'm given to pitch something hopefully you know that resonates with them and they'll they'll be willing to you know contribute to the crowdfund on indiegogo you know, listen, I might get $5, I might get nothing, I might get a, a bunch of money. I don't know. But for me, it's better to have that opportunity than, than not. And I mean, it, it, that in itself is kind of really the spirit of my movie. You know, no one's knocking on my door saying, hey, Phil, we, we really want you to make your movie and stuff like that. Um, and so I have to make my opportunities and kind of it's that, the same way with everyone else involved. You know, they're talented people. I truly believe in them. But, you know, uh, they have to carve out their own opportunities as well. And so for me, it's like, why, let's just combine forces and come together and in, in that way. And the one thing that that I do know, I, I get this question a lot. You know, why don't you just make a short film? I'm like, because a short film does nothing. So what, we, we, we tore uh, the film festival circuit with it? You know, um that's all one well good, but my my intention is to make feature films, number one. And number two, I know I can sell a feature film. That I know. You know, once you have the end product, it becomes that much easier. You know, when you're starting off with an idea and a script and so forth, however good it is, it's, it's extremely hard to get it off the ground. But once you have that great idea done, in the can, edited, and so forth, well, it doesn't even have to be fully edited, you know, enough that, like, it showcases what it is. You can get a distributor, and not only can you get that distributor, they can help with the funds to um, to bring it, you know, over the finish line. Now that's an oversimplification, of course, and you have to kind of make those connections and so forth. But at this point, because of my first feature, I have made those connections, and I know how this game works. So I have that leverage to myself, right? And so you know that, that's why I look at the business side. It's like a movie shot in colombia that's not about drugs and violence there's a novelty to that so that that's the business side that i look at um so yeah you know um it's really all systems go kind of towards this project especially right now early on to get uh, the various things like there's a couple of colombian songs that i would love to use so i'm Uh, in touch with the artists. Um, There's a location that I really want to use. So I've gotten in touch with them and things are moving forward. And the wonderful part about all this is that um, my friend Edgar and his wife, Lena, they're, they're so on board. They're people who live in Bogota specifically. And I had a great meeting with them after I sent the script, they gave me great notes. They're like, Hey, instead of filming here, let's go here. And you know, this would be a cool place. And, um, you know, uh, they, they said, hey, I know um, this might be like a, seem like a touristy thing um, in terms of what Colombians drink, but it's actually, you know, this is much more common. And so having that authenticity uh, within the script itself uh, is amazing. You know, it's just like I've done my, I, I continue to do my research, but nonetheless having people very involved um, that know this firsthand is just invaluable, right, so I have them, and then also Veronica, um, is, is someone who's Colombian as well, and so she was telling me a bunch of stuff as, as well, of like, hey, you know, maybe we change this to this, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah, you know, so, so it's really exciting in that way, you know, um, the other part, um, you know, as I kind of, as I was waiting, this is kind of backtracking to about two weeks ago, give or take, but, you know, I had sent the script over to John so he could read it. And, you know, during that down period, if you will, um, there was a, there was like random scenes I had to um, write that, that serve as like backstory, right? And we're going to figure out how to insert, maybe not the entire scene, but, um, you know, at least the idea or at least a portion into a script that I wrote called In Search of Sunrise. And the reason I'm talking about this because it was just a lot of fun to write, series of scenes you know I, th- I think about six scenes that didn't have to have a through line necessarily that didn't have to have you know um, even a turn as, as we call it in the writing space you know a turn like you know going from happy to sad or something like that like you know there was no necessarily point to the scene um, it just it just needs to be written out of like this is what would have happened um, you know in, in these characters lives and so that way uh, John and I can kind of work with that um, and figure out what to do with it and how it applies to uh, the, the, the script as a well. whole. So that was fun. It was fun to kind of just write six scenes that, you know, serve a purpose but, but didn't have to, you know, all the normal stuff of, of going from one thing to another and making them all connect and so forth. So I don't know. Uh, I have yet to get feedback on that, um, just because we're, like I said, we're focused on this project particularly, but um, but overall, um, going forward, going forward pretty well. The other thing, you know, uh, and I, I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but um, one of the things that I was kind of thinking about, um, because someone hit me up about their movie uh, and and a crowdfund that they're doing. And it's interesting how, I don't know, uh and it's not just crowdfunding. It's it's things in general. Like when, when people want something from you, uh, it just seems so cold and generic. And I'm like, what? who who responds to this stuff? You know, butter me up. Like even as something as simple as like, hey, Phil, um, been watching a lot of the, the, the content that you're creating. Seems like you're doing great. Um, you know, keep up the great work. By the way, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Would love your support as well. Just something that shows that you, that I'm not just, then I'm not just like a number for you, right? Both financially and just like uh, you know, number of people, but that my contribution actually means something to you beyond just, again, the financial aspect of it. And the irony is you'll get a lot more response that way. It's no different than I, I see people apply to jobs where they'll go for quantity. They'll apply to hundreds of jobs and then wonder why they never got a single one. It's like, because... Your cover letter, your email, your resume, it's all coming off generic. It's just like you're just throwing darts at whatever job you can get as opposed to identifying why it is you're actually going for a particular job. You know? Um, And and I just, it's it's something I stand firm on. If you just do that, you'll, you'll get more results in all things. So, um, the other thing that I was thinking about, um, just in general is this idea of being wasteful like when it comes so you know Robert Rodriguez in a lot of the movies that he makes and especially early on he talks about like a refusal to spend uh, just instead of throwing money at a problem using creative solutions to to solve that problem because once you start spending money that becomes your go-to solution and you know it, in my life in general, i'm kind of very frugal um, for that reason. Number one, you know i don't in my in my apartment and things like that I don't need a lot of lavish stuff i don't you know i I'd rather put money into my art versus that number one and number two like uh, just just the idea of uh, materialism like it, it's so interesting to me how much you can reuse. Um, and what you have at your disposal, but so many people, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm just always amazed when people just are so wasteful, you know, not only, like, because part of it is, yes, it, like, it's terrible for the environment in general, but then also, I just, you know, fine, if that's not your jam, then I just look at it from a financial standpoint of, like, you're just literally tossing money, and I don't know, it, it, it's just so bizarre to me, um, Sometimes people's spending habits. You know, quite honestly, you know. Um, so I don't know. I just it's something I've been thinking about in that way. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of the you know what's been going on. Uh, in order for me to, besides crowdfunding, raise funds for this uh, this movie. I've been also selling a lot of old gear, so whether it's uh, trading it in, uh, selling it on Facebook, Marketplace, or um, an app called OfferUp, you know, and just as of now, and, and this is, you know, I was joking with my friend James Lott Jr., who's, who's an organizer, like a, like a coach that teaches people how to organize, right, that's his profession, and, I, you know, I threw out him the slogan of, like, um, spring cleaning equals summer cash, you know, because money is a motivator and, you know, I did some, I, my house is overall pretty organized, pretty clean, but nonetheless, uh, I kind of went through a bunch of stuff and I was like, hey, you know what? I, I haven't used this in quite a while. Let me just get rid of it. I don't need this. And sure, it'll only sell for like, let's say five bucks, but that's better, it's better to have that in use versus just it, you know, sitting in my house and doing nothing. So I've been selling a bunch of stuff and so far I've made like over $200, you know, and um, I sold some old old gear um, that's going to be traded in. So I'm waiting on a final quote for that, but that should be about like, I don't know, $700 right there as well. So, you know, I'm I'm making some good money on stuff that I was never going to use anymore, um, just trading it in. So rather than hoard all this stuff, get rid of it, you know, Um, all that stuff. Yeah, do it do it um the other thing that i've also did was i applied to some some smaller grants um you know because this movie that i'm making unlike uh, in search of sunrise won't take a lot of money and so you know having like even 500 here uh, or there even 200 right um you know through some of these smaller grants that's that's a good chunk of change so um that'll that'll help right So I've applied to a couple of those and we'll see, you know, so um, most of them should be kind of hitting in about September in terms of their notifications and letting people know who's who got the grants and who didn't. So yeah, you know, continuing, all you can do is just continue moving forward um, and do the best you can, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. So that's where I'm at. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. I hope this was helpful. As always, if you have any questions, by all means, uh, feel free to ask uh, in the comments section or hit me up on social media at philosophy tech. Happy to converse. It could be about anything that I talk about or something that just happens to be on your mind. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you and i to see you next time.